Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Oracle receives incentive plan from Nashville and now Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans opened their season this past Sunday. Plus more places to take your friends and family over the fall season in Nashville. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. morning nashville happy tuesday morning uh stuart you know your fate lies in this uh 10 cent terrific tennessee book are you ready to uh, attempt to be stumped yes let's do it (laughs) all right so here we go you tell me when to stop and uh your fate is sealed in your hands ready go stop Oh, all right. I'm looking forward to when I land on the same page that I've landed on before. I know. It's probably not going to be uh, very... (laughs) It's it's probably going to be sooner than you think. Um, Okay. Gosh, there are so many great facts on here. Uh, Like I said, this is hard because there are definitely facts that I know that you know on here. Uh, But that's that's rude of me to ignore those. Uh, So this is fact number 206. Um... The world's largest underground what is 4.5 acres wide and 140 feet below the surface. Um, It is in the Sweetwater's Craighead Caverns. Uh, It is called, oh my gosh, it's the Underground Lake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So points for that. uh, The name of that lake. You're going to, you're going to. I know it as soon as I say it. I know it. It's, <laughs> it's in the archive somewhere. I know the name of this lake, and it's. I'm drawing a blank right now. It is the Lost Sea. Oh, my gosh. It is the I, Lost Sea. Like, I could see their branding and their marketing in my mind. It has this little, like, pirate-type ship, and it's, it's supposed to be incredible. And it's in Middle Tennessee. Uh, we have not been, and I'm looking forward to the day we get to go. It's the world's largest underground lake, four and a half acres wide, 140 feet Below the surface, the Lost Sea in uh, Sweetwater's Craighead Caverns. Yes. So awesome. Uh, that's great. Let's talk about some football. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it, you know, a lot of people may not actually want to talk about football that's this true. week because uh, the Titans had not so good of an opening game against the Cardinals uh, this past week. Offense or defense? It was not. I was there. It's not a fun game to watch. I'll I'll tell you that. Uh, there there were only about three or four plays that really and and one uh, touchdown drive that really was exciting to watch. Um, the the more exciting things were the uh, the the B fifty two bomber that flew over the stadium. That was really fun. Um, and uh, to see party foul Martin's barbecue and Slemon. Uh, Slim and Husky's pizza there. That did, was great. Did you get any of them? I did not. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it was good to see all of them there. They made tons of announcements during the game about them. Uh, so it was really fun to to see that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the uh, according to Fox 17, the Titans came into this season with high expectations. 
as the defending AFC South champs, the swagger deflated quickly as the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals swagger. scored the first 17 points uh, in romping all over them in a 38 to 13 flop Sunday that had Vance booing before halftime and leaving before the fourth quarter. All of that is, is very, very true. Did you stay for the full game? I did not. I left exactly when they said most fans left. <laughs> <laughs> There's pretty much no, no coming back from that. Uh, coach Mike Vrabel two and one in season openers uh, until this loss said Monday, he doesn't want the Titans leaning on excuses, which are never good enough in the NFL. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get them next time. Uh, but uh, you know, not, a, not a good opener for the Titans, but uh, let's hope that it's just, uh, we got to get all the rust off and uh, we'll be able to really kick it in uh, next time. We'll see. Uh, now, if you've ever been downtown after a, uh, a Titans game or a Preds game or in, it basically or any kind of concert, downtown. if you've ever been downtown at all, uh, you know, getting out of situations like that uh, is never good. The roads are congested. The highways are congested. Uh, well, things did not go as planned, even with uh, all of the uh, all of the officers there, all of the safety precautions there. Uh, there was one thing that was not really planned for, and it's something that happens at Nashville way more often than we want to admit. This is like the seventh time in the last week. Something like this has happened involving two semi tractor trailers. And th this was bad. So this happened right immediately after the Titans game. Yeah. Nashville fire says two semis were involved in an accident. I 24 near I 40 in downtown. So right where they merged together, that's probably where they were involved. One of the semis was leaking an unknown fluid onto the roadway, which resulted in hazmat crews with Nashville fire being called. When crews arrived, they found a fluid leaking from the back of one of the semis, uh, but the product was not labeled. Oh, oh no. that sounds like a no, 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 no. <laughs> for the uh, tractor trailer after research, world after research, the crews discovered the substance was a compound product, including an adhesive used and scotch guard. Interesting. Oh, so it's like a bunch of glue. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, uh, uh, seeing the, the, uh, tweet cause, uh, our good friend, Ryan, uh, Ryan paradise. He, he, uh, alerted it to us on Twitter and said, uh, told us what was going on, but this was right after, uh, the Titans game. And so traffic on I 24 headed, uh, headed East was not good. Uh, but luckily we just got dash cam footage of this event yeah, along. Uh, sorry. I said I 24, excuse me, the Autobahn. Um, yeah. we, we got, uh, luckily we uh, a user footage. submitted, uh, dash cam footage of this event. Uh, uh, you, you'll, you'll want to watch this. If yeah. you're listening, you'll want to watch this. We got one guy going through the middle in the stressed out racing, the 63. Oh, look out, look out, look out, look out. This is I-24 exactly as I remember it. <laughs> oh, this is baby, how it feels driving every down, downtown every single day. Oh, oh man, they just hit This is a, a normal, normal thing, on. normal thing. Yeah. The 61, the 31 of Jeff Tenor. Oh, man. And the L49. This is exactly what it feels like driving. Oh, Whoa. my God. Oh. That's how it feels like driving me? on I-24. That was the collision that caused the spill. Every single day. Wow. What do you think? They are definitely speedway. leaking something. Imagine if, uh, okay, so what we're actually we watching, if, if you're listening to this podcast right now, right now, is it, it's a race of uh, all these trucks hauling RVs behind them. Oh, here's Once the replay again, of the tractor trailer spill. Yep, here it is. Must stop. 
Oh my gosh. All vehicles oh. must stop. <laughs> he just you see the air that he got? Uh-huh. It was probably like at least nine inches. Fig Newtons. As we have a little <laughs> bit of a problem over here by <laughs> Oh man! Four, a lot of smoke coming out of that truck. That dash. If you've ever wondered what driving on I twenty four, excuse me, the Audubon is like, that's exactly what it's. That's that's. I don't know what to tell you. I that that is that that's it. That's what it. That's what it feels like. That's what it looks like. Honestly, you're welcome. I've thought about this every single day of my life in the last two weeks. Should I be wearing a helmet while driving on I twenty four? I think people may want to. I I wouldn't because people may get the wrong impression. They may want to actually race race you. Well, then you just you just. You let him go every time. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. So uh, but, uh, thank you to to the mus- <laughs> the the user who submitted uh, that dash cam that dash cam footage. We we appreciate it. And uh, for those of you who have not driven on the autobahn, there you go. Now you get the chance to uh, to see what you're up against every single day driving here in Nashville. If you want to watch that video clip, it's on our YouTube channel xblr.nash. Uh, but right near I40 and I24, I, w- I would say downtown Nashville. Less than a mile north of where that spill happened. Yeah, there's going to be a huge huge facility that's going to house 8500 jobs over the next what 5 to 7 years I think it is. I think by at least 2030. So, yeah, I would say 5 to 8 years. But this is the Oracle uh, Corporation. This is going to be their second headquarters uh, that was announced. This was probably announced about three months ago in Nashville. Uh, But we have some economic news regarding Oracle. So uh, with Oracle, Nashville has already um, kind of made sure that Oracle had a very, very uh, cushy move into Nashville. Right. We'll talk about uh, uh, what that was. So this is coming from the, the Tennessean. Uh, the, the company is, uh, uh, actually the company is helping kind of Nashville in a way too. Uh, they're fronting Metro 175 million to build a new pedestrian bridge, uh, across there, uh, in exchange, Oracle gets a discount on property taxes until the funds are repaid. Uh, but so, so not only has Oracle worked with Nashville for the move, I mean, they're, they're going to be one of the largest employers in, in, in Nashville and, and possibly the state. So, uh, there's, there's no way around incentives incentives are, are going to happen uh but now the state is uh, kind of jumping in on the incentives as well uh a 65 million dollar economic grant was approved by state leaders to help oracle move into uh nashville it's essentially like a relocating fund if you were to work for a new job and they pay for your relocation this is essentially what tennessee is doing uh the state funding board unanimously cleared the way for funds to be released from the fast track economic development fund on tuesday the fund is designed to offset costs companies occur when expanding or locating a business in Tennessee. The money can be spent on Oracle's $1.2 billion campus in development along the east bank of the Cumberland River. That's fantastic. That's a great incentive to get Oracle here. Also, they're going to be bringing in millions and dollars and millions of dollars each year in tax revenue. So, <laughs> yeah. And like Stuart said, 8,500 jobs, uh, by its peak is what Oracle is promising. And, and, that, and that's not including all the other like subset jobs that are going to be in that area for, for housing, for apartment complexes, for food, because correct jobs in that area, you're going to have to bring a ton of restaurants into that area. So it's going to be a huge economic boost in Nashville. Yeah, and that area uh, is is known uh, kind of uh, formally as the River North area. And so 
Um, that's that's along the east bank of the Cumberland River. Uh, if you dig back into our archives, you'll see a lot of information over the past three months about the east bank, specifically what the vision is for the future of Nashville along the east bank. If you are curious, you can dig into those archives as well. Now let's talk about some caffeine because everyone needs some good caffeine in their life. I had the opportunity to yes. have Caliber Coffee in Donaldson. Okay, so the follow-up question is when did you sleep? I had it really early in the morning one Okay, day, so I was able to <laughs> sleep that night. Uh, but they brought back some of their fall seasonal drinks, and I think my the drink I had was called Warm Fuzzy Sweater. Hot drink or cold drink? I got it cold. Because okay. I always get it is, cold. Is it normally a hot drink or, or do they just give you the option? Everything that Caliber does, like all of their specialty drinks, can either be hot or cold. Okay. Which is one thing that's super fantastic about them. Nice. Uh, but I got it cold and it was like, I don't know, I just, it, I, I can't, it reminded me of like a warm apple pie, but it didn't taste like an apple pie. But okay. it just like had that feeling of like, oh yeah, this feels like a fall type drink. And then I also had their jalapeno cheddar biscuit, which is fantastic. It has fantastic. bacon and egg on it. And I also treated myself to a, a white raspberry scone, and that thing was delicious. See, I've not had those yet. That's what I'll have to have. I'm not a fan of a lot of the sweet stuff. Uh, I like, like, the jalapeno cheddar biscuit and all that kind of th- uh, stuff, but uh, the sweet stuff I have a hard time getting. Well, the, the thing about scones, though, that's interesting is most scones are bitter. Like, they have, like, a bitter taste to them uh, and more of, like, a savory-type taste. But sure. the, the white raspberry, like, chunks, you're just like, oh, wow, okay, there's some sweetness in this. But it's, like, most scones I've had in my life have, like, this bitter, savory taste. Which uh, I'd so probably you, prefer that. You may actually like scones quite a bit. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to try that. Uh, I recently had uh, uh, another coffee shop in Nashville, Moonshot Coffee. Uh, this is in uh, the, the basement of a, a newer, or I shouldn't say basement, it's just a lower floor, kind of the, the ground level floor. It feels like a basement because you have to step down into it. Yeah, this uh, this new hotel, it's over uh, in between, I believe, 3rd and 4th uh, as you go into kind of the Germantown area from downtown. I can't remember the name of that neighborhood that they've recently called that area. Uh, it's something it's capital, capital, North Capital, North Capital, or something yeah, like that. Something, uh, but but Moonshot, uh, I had a coffee. It was kind of a single origin coffee, is how they labeled it. Uh, they 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 wouldn't tell me which one it was. It just kept saying it was single origin. Uh, but it's from somewhere. They they've actually stayed pretty busy among uh, locals, and and it's a good place where a lot of uh, visitors stay in that area as well. Uh, so anytime I've been there, it's been at like a nice steady flow of traffic. Uh, so it's good to see that they're doing pretty well. They have uh, tons of stuff to eat. They have some bagels um, and some muffins and, and all that kind of stuff. But they really do produce some good coffee. So if, if you're looking for coffee in kind of that north capital area in between downtown and Germantown Moonshot, it's it's good. It's, you know, and it hits right at that price point of your $3 cup of coffee. Uh, that, that theory of pizza and coffee still holds true here in Nashville. Which is a... It's a crazy <laughs> thing because you can get a slice of pizza for like three fifty and a coffee for three fifty. Yeah, they're both around those those prices. All right, let's head over to Explore's Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to spend your day in southeast Nashville. And some of the coolest things you can see is a car museum, and you can also have some incredible pizza. Yeah, while, while we're on the cars today, 
if, pizza. If, we just talked yeah. about the slice of pizza. Yeah, if you want to uh, see some of the, the cards of yesteryear or how you might uh, hear it sound sometimes, uh, but kind of a, a history of motor vehicles throughout the United States and throughout the world, Lane Motor Museum, a nonprofit along Murfreesboro Pike. Uh, we, we've got a little clip here to show you a little bit about it from one of our previous videos. Uh, but it's, it's a, it's a great place the hidden gem in Nashville. That's the video that it comes from as well. Um, and it's a great place to visit, uh, weekend weekday. Uh, it, it is a great place to, uh, spend a little bit of your day here in Nashville. Here is a clip, uh, from the lane motor museum. We got one guy going through the oh, middle. Of no. Oh, no. That's the wrong cars. Look out. Look out. Wrong cars. Uh, Although, that would be really cool to see. I think I just want to see those cars in action. I just want to go to that <laughs> thing so bad. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We discovered all of that by accident, but look it's out, a really look fun look story. Out, all right. Uh, here are the correct cars. Not as fun, but uh, here are the correct cars from the Lane Motor Museum. Why I'm am at I the wearing Lane sunglasses? Motor Museum on Murfreesboro Pike, a few miles south of downtown Nashville, about 10 minutes away. And this is the most significant hidden gem on our list of hidden gems. The reason for that is this Lane Motor Museum offers a lot. They offer a lot of showing cars. They offer a lot of like historical tours here, but this is a car museum, motor museum. Uh, they have over 500 automobiles inside of this. Uh, tickets are under $20 a person. And the coolest fact about this museum is all of the cars in there are functional vehicles. They could actually run. This made the hidden gem list for us because Lane Motor Museum does not make a lot of the top attractions list here in the city of Nashville. I think the reason for that is privately owned and the location. You have to go through a very sketchy area of Nashville to get here, but it's definitely worth the visit if you're into antique cars and you're just learning about the history of cars. Yeah, so an incredible place off of Murfreesboro Pike, and I love that every car in there is, is functional. Man, I was, I was vibing to that music, man. <laughs> and I have no idea why I was wearing sunglasses in that video. I really don't. But right Because your future's bright. Yeah, right down the uh, road, kind of, <laughs> uh, over the railroad tracks and through the woods. Okay, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. Uh, or under the railroad tracks and through there the woods. There you go. Uh, there's a place called Joey's House of Pizza, and this is hands down our favorite pizza restaurant in Nashville. And there's a reason for that. Their pizza is incredible. Yeah, Joey's made number one on our top uh, pizza restaurants in Nashville. Here's a little clip from that video. Coming in at number one is Joey's House of Pizza, opened in 1999 here in the city of Nashville. This is considered one of the best pizza restaurants in town and definitely one of the most visited from outsiders coming into Nashville if they are looking for a slice of pizza. Joey's, uh, they have some weird hours. They only open Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So they're very limited in their hours, but their pizzas are amazing. You may have to wait in line about 30 minutes to get a slice, but their pizza, oh, so good. So Joey, his brother Manny, who's featured in this top five pizza video, they're from Brooklyn, New York. And so they make some good traditional Brooklyn style pies. And they're my favorite pizza restaurant in the city of Nashville. And I just love, because I'm from New York, upstate New York, and I love the ad. I love that the only way that we can talk about their pizza is, ah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at that slice and I was like, I want that in my life. Uh, it's so good. Uh, I mean, but I mean, 
we're not wrong. That's that's true. the feeling that you get with oh, Joey's House of Pizza. You can check out both of those videos on our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. All right, that is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily get 10% off this uh, your next online order in person visit. You can find them inside Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. Over the weekend, we had this candle closed, and we just opened it before we started recording this podcast, and it has smelled up the entire wait, studio. Wait, we closed it? I could still smell it. It, it was closed. <laughs> it was closed over the weekend. And then we opened it. Now the entire smoo- studio, smoothie, the entire smoothie smells like whiskey. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a fantastic candle. Also, uh, for the weekends, as uh, hopefully right now, we're in a season in Tennessee that's called Second Summer. Oh, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings help us name that thing, right? Second breakfast, second summer. I typically do first breakfast and second breakfast. I mean, day. I mean, with as early as it is right now, we we ha- we have to do that. But uh, with Second Summer, hopefully you know, waning and we're getting into the fall season, uh, temperature wise and calendar wise in Nashville. It's a great time to be outdoors. And if you want to spend the weekends, uh, we, we've got tons of events coming up that we're going to talk to you about, uh, during this week. But, um, you know, one of the things that we also offer, uh, for somebody who wants to get to know Nashville a little bit better are our historic walking tours. You can take a look on our website, uh, xplrnash.com, uh, explorenash.com. We have our Nashville historic walking tours uh, on Fridays and Saturdays. You can learn about Nashville, its history, um, you know, some of the amazing things that made this city possible and, and things that you can actually, this is not like a, a, a figment that you have to imagine. Like there are things that you can see that tell the tales of Nashville history on this tour. It's an absolutely incredible experience. Uh, Stuart gives the tours and they are absolutely incredible. Our Nashville daily listeners can use the discount code NASH, all caps, N-A-S-H at checkout for 20% off of your entire order. So grab your friends, grab your family. It's something to do maybe to kickstart your weekend uh, and something to do as a group. If you're looking for group activities, like I said, we've got a lot of stuff coming up today, um, but you can also kind of kickstart all of this going to explorenash.com uh, and, and slash tours on our tours page, uh, book your Nashville historic walking tour. Don't forget to use that discount code Nash for 20% off of your online booking Nash N A S H all caps. And that's explorenash.com. You may be wondering what else is there to do this fall? We have a list for you. This list is super exciting. And there's two events, three events we've never talked about before in the history of this podcast. Actually, four events. I keep looking at this. We, we, have, a lo- events we have a lot. We, we have never talked about in the history <laughs> of this podcast. I'm super excited to present them. The first one is the Nashville Film Festival. No, to be fair, we've talked about the Nashville Film we, Festival we before. It's not yeah. one of the ones we haven't talked about. The Nashville Film Festival is a yearly thing here. It's been going on for, for, 52, for years. 52 years. Wow. Which is absolutely incredible. Uh, so uh, according to their website, uh, the Nashville Film Festivals, it founded in 1969, is one of the first film festivals in the United States and will present its 52nd festival September 30th through October 6th of 2021. 
This year's festival will feature more than 150 films, creators' conferences, panels, Q&As, an annual music program, and other exclusive content, an engaging mix of in-person and online events. Uh, some of the in-person events are happening at Rocket Town uh, for a majority of the film festival. And then Monday, October 4th, it's happening at Belmont University. Uh, and then Marathon Music Works. That one's going to be cool. And wow. Also, Belcourt Theater. So they are going around Nashville and Love they are that. showing some films. Um, also, if you want to check out any of the links and, and look further into some of the events we're talking about, uh, make sure to visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. We will have those in our show notes. Or if you're listening on YouTube or uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, just take a look at the show notes and you'll be able to, to dig into all of this information uh, even deeper. All right. Just north of Nashville in the historic downtown of Gallatin. Um, this is uh, the first time we've ever talked about this event. Yeah. So this is uh, Gallatin is hosting a main street festival the first Saturday in October. So this is October 2nd of 2021 uh, where they will have their, their downtown festival. It is free admission. It is free parking. Um, I, I mean, it's pretty much what you expect from a, a, a very nice downtown festival. A lot of, of craft uh, booths, uh, food, uh, drinks, activities for the kids, um, and it will be in the, the downtown Gallatin area. And again, it's called the Main Street Festival. Uh, the cool thing about this festival is, is there's over 200 vendors. There's going to be live entertainments, and then there's also a children's play area, like a nice little playground and stuff. And this is fantastic for Gallatin. I, I can't believe... Uh, Gal, I think Gallatin's going to be the next Franklin, Tennessee, within five years. I think I think there is there is definitely a, most historic small towns around Nashville uh, absolutely have the opportunity uh, to get to kind of the the caliber of economic engine that uh, that Franklin has has had and, and seen, especially in their downtown area. And I think we're we're definitely going to see it, especially with with Gallatin as well. This event. This is this event that we're about to talk about. We have never talked about before. This event will warm your heart and, and your stomach. And your stomach. <laughs> and this is possibly the best event happening this fall. This is the National Bread Pudding Festival. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that just sounds amazing. What are you doing this weekend? Man, I'm going to the National Bread Pudding. Oh my God, land the national the national banana bre- banana bread pudding. Not not bread pudding. Festival. Banana pudding festival. Oh. There's no bread here. Oh man. Same no thing. bread here. The, the, the National bread, the, Banana Pudding Festival. A bread festival would be great, too. It, it would. A banana uh, bread pudding would not be bad at all. Uh, so this is happening in Centerville, Tennessee. Uh, so kind of on, on your way to Knoxville. Uh, the National Banana Pudding Festival started in 2010 uh, when volunteers in Centerville, Tennessee, found a way to help local nonprofits earn money. Now, this is happening October 2nd and 3rd of this year in river park in centerville tennessee uh the festival has grown according to the website their festival has grown every year since but the mission is to support nonprofits, uh and that always has remained the same thousands of people come to river park in centerville tennessee on the first weekend of october which is kind of like festival season here in tennessee uh every year to enjoy the live music the national cook-off the pudding path and more so what's the pudding path it's a bunch of it's a path <laughs> that costs five dollars, and you get up to ten banana bread puddings. It reminds me when I was in uh, New Orleans and uh, was a volunteer for the uh, Jambalaya Fest down there, and uh, I think they call it Jambalaya Jamboree. I can't remember. And you basically got to sample as much food as you wanted to, uh, and and 
prepare your stomachs for for this one because it sounds like this is the opportunity of a lifetime if you like banana pudding. Uh, the pudding path. You sample as many pudding recipes as you want for just uh, five dollars. Or no, sorry, not as much as you want. It says many. Which it's up. To we could. It's up to ten. So there's different. Yeah. Uh, there's different paths. Um, so <laughs> there, there's like the pudding path one, pudding path two, and it, it just goes on. The other day, <laughs> I was literally driving in the car with my wife, and I'm just like, I am craving some like banana bread pudding, and. I saw this event and it made my dream a reality because I'm about to go to this thing, I think, and get some banana bread. Uh, they will have nearly 100 craft vendors. They will have a litter, a little Nanner's Kids area. And, uh, of course, they have some uh, amazing uh, uh, T-shirts. Okay. Um, I feel like they should be sponsored by, uh, what was that kid's show, Bananas in Pajamas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hey. what the characters look like on their T-shirts. So, I can't uh, believe that was a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uh, last event that we're talking about today, uh, we're going to talk about more events tomorrow. This is the Tennessee Honey Festival, and I believe this is the first year this event has ever happened. I, I believe so as well. Um, so this is the... 2021 Tennessee Honey Festival. You may have seen billboards for it. They've, they've put out a little bit of advertising for it. They are advertising this festival like crazy. This is October 3rd. It's a Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Bicentennial Capital Mall State Park. This is a rain or shine event, according to their website. Um, and it's going to have what most festivals have here in Tennessee. But the focus is going to be on bees and honey. I probably would not recommend this for anybody. Who has an allergy? Uh, an allergy to bees because uh, some of the footage, you know, shows like live bee vendors and everything like that. Uh, so they will have live music, not live bee vendors, but like <laughs> vendors who may have live bees at their booths. Uh, live music, honey vendors, uh, food trucks, sweet beverages like honey inspired drinks, uh, honey inspired food, uh, kids' activities, bee education. Oh. Uh, it's handicap accessible. Um, uh, they do have like, this is the, the this is a, a pretty funny pun, a, a VI, you can be a VIB, oh, uh, and have a VIB experience. You can take a look at that on their website. If, uh, you know, just the normal festival is not enough. You need to be a VIB, uh, that is on there for 50 bucks. I believe general entry, uh, for them is not too much. I think it was like five, $10. $10 okay. Yeah. Uh, and that is at Bicentennial Capital Mall State Park. On Sunday, October 3rd. I just want to talk about the food trucks real quick. Uh, they're going to have the Loveless Cafe food truck. They're going to have Cousins Main Lobster, which that was on, featured on um, Shark Tank and became a big Ooh, brand. That's right. That, you know what's funny? Nashville I've actually company. been like binging Shark Tank on Hulu right now. So it's a, it's a I'm excited to, to when I get to that. Uh, they have the Tennessee Cobbler Company, which they have this delicious peach cobbler when peaches are in season. They're also mm. having Allen's Smokehouse and this barbecue truck. I've had it once or twice in downtown Nashville. This was yeah. years ago. Uh huh. It was fantastic barbecue. But the best food truck, this is one I've heard hype about. This is one I've seen around town. I have not personally been yet is the Mac Shack. And this is a food truck huh. that delivers macaroni and cheese with brisket and all the other fine things macaroni and cheese goes with. Yeah. I may just go to this event just because of the food <laughs> trucks. I mean, it sounds like a win-win situation. So, uh, you know, if you are a foodie and you want to get your fill for the first weekend of October, 
you already know where you're going to be. The banana pudding fest you may in Centerville. Yeah. And then uh, the, uh, the, the, <laughs> you could be a VIB festival. at the Tennessee honey festival um, in uh, bicentennial capital mall state park. So uh, we have so much more to talk about. That's what this week is really going to be spent on uh, making sure that we cover everything that is happening here in Nashville, in middle Tennessee during this time. And uh, we hope that you guys are able to participate in some of this stuff. We really appreciate, appreciate you listening. Stay tuned More haunted houses, more fall festivals, all of that coming up soon. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.